Hey guys, how's it going? This is the Block Party Podcast. So say what up to Sean Terrace today, our special guest. Hi. I've known Sean for a while now, man. He's an awesome guy. He actually resides in my head as a voice that one of my other friends crafted. (laughs) So he's a a unique individual for sure. He's a genius. He's a creative genius. genius. (laughs) So, uh... Sean, like we we've known you for a minute, and uh, I really wanted to have you on the podcast. And I'm gonna allow you to introduce yourself be because here. it's super important for you. Like, I think it was super important for us to have this conversation, not only for our guests, but like just because we haven't seen you in so long. So, like, I, I really needed you on the podcast, yo. Please tell the people exactly who Sean who you Curtis are. Is. Introduce right. yourself, I'm man. I'm gonna try to keep it succinct, but okay. um, I'm just Sean, really, an artist, like a designer. Okay. Um, a people lover, you know what I mean? A man of the people. Nice. Like to have fun. I'm not a man of the hour. But yeah, I'm just a Is that is that the man of the people? Is that like a communist armband? What is that shit? <laughs> no. This dude Louis, this is his brand felt, stands for for every living thing. Okay. But this is actually a ripoff of Cavemt, a Cavemt hoodie, which is just an old some old brand, but Okay. This is a hoodie. Oh. I needed one yesterday when it got cold, so I was, it was on sale. Nice, nice. So how, so the design world, you know, we, we're actually speaking <coughs> to one of your friends, River, about, you know, uh, sustainability in fashion. Uh-huh. Yes. Super Yo, man, important. We might, we might as well start there. Yeah. What, what do you think about sustainability in fashion? Because I heard a lot of people that. just burn their clothes and, you yeah. know, or designers yeah. burn their no, clothes. Well, like well, big the, fashion houses. Oh, like, like, like yeah. Louis, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Sometimes it has more to do. I mean, that's about, that's a small percentage of companies do that and that's only really like super high-end companies to maintain their like brand appearance or whatever yeah just so it's not oh you know to keep the demand there yeah but um yeah sustainability is weird it's really important um i'm reading a book now about it called like hand the handbook for designing in sustainability like a sustainable world or something like that but I don't think it's like an easy solution because the whole capitalism is built on like consumption. Right. So it's not just like, there's no way to really fix, there's no way to really fix it without completely restructuring. Do you think that it's a, uh, like a a societal thing or is it more like from the, the, the people who are creating it, the, the design Uh, side? I think it's, I think it's both. I think now like that, um, Customers and consumers have so much like control, like they're leading what gets made mm-hmm. and they're the ones kind of like creating everything. Like companies follow them now. Yeah. And or like listen to what they say. And I think that um like it takes a large base of consumers to kind of realize, which is happening, that like they're consuming way too much of the way that they're consuming is harmful to the environment and um you know, ask for other options or like, ch- you know, change like how, yeah. Well, he, I, yeah. I, I definitely agree with you, man. I think it takes one person and yeah. then afterwards you're looking, hey, that guy requested this exactly. alteration exactly. and I'm not even aware that that was a thing. Exactly. For instance. And it also like, um, it depends, it depends lost my train of thought it's all good a cut to commercial break not commercial break <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh i, yeah. I just wonder I'm, I'm just wondering about like uh like 
just because we had uh, my friend who works about sustainability and culture and yeah. art and fashion and stuff like this. And I know that you've done work for some brands as well. And yeah. do these, are these brands very responsive? Are they responsive or at least aware of the fact that Most of, of the impact? So the same, the same way it goes for like inclusiveness and equality and everything. Yeah. It's more about money now than it really is about like the cause, at least from a corporate side. I think mm -hmm. a lot of companies are responsive to like more sustainable endeavors but that's more because they know people care about it and it's more of like a, a marketing play, I think, or like they'll know okay. there's value and like, hey, like I'm buying this water bottle because, you know, whatever. Um, right. You know what? You know what's like a big that thing? That reminds that's me of Tom's. Cynical, but I don't know if you know about Tom's, like those little shoes. Yes. You know, those ninja exactly. shoes. Exactly. Exactly. Ninja. Yeah, like they say thing. they donate one shoe one or, to, yeah. or something like Half that. Half one pair. Half a one. Yeah, <laughs> The left, like, the left shoe. Yeah. Every kid in Africa has I'm like, like yo, those shits cost like two cents to manufacture. It's not really like crazy, you know, exactly. materials. Exactly. Crazy about it. But um, then, but also, that's what I was gonna say. It's, mm. it's, it's, um, it seems really like obvious, but I think it's about everyone doing a little bit or being a little better instead of like everyone, instead of like one, you know, you trying to do it perfectly and solve the whole thing. You right. Know? Cause there's so many people on this earth that like, if everyone makes like a 20% change, it'll drastically help. I think, I think about it like in terms of how we how you said before we started the podcast is like, like you see the world as a designer who fixes problems and just happens to be, well, as an artist who sees fixing yeah. problems through design. Yeah. Do you think like a societal, a minuscule societal change across the board is the way to go rather than like having these large uh, organizations lead these uh, these changes. Um, I mean, it's probably both. It kind of goes hand in hand. I feel mm -hmm. like I feel like the consumer and the companies are moving at the same time now. Mm. You know, I don't know if one is like directing it more than the other. It's more of like a tandem relationship, right? Where it's they kind of reactionary. Like feed, yeah, it's reactionary right. where they yeah. like feed off of each other Word. and kind of direct it. But I think I mean I think it's getting better. Yeah. Like the how they just ban disposable plastics here, here in New York, you know, yeah, stuff yeah, like that. I think um, states and companies are realizing how big of an issue it is. Yeah, and just for our audience, uh, Sean isn't like some sustainability activist. He's actually <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm actually <laughs> yeah. the antithesis, which is, which, like, is, which is hilarious because that's what we're, we've been talking about for the past weird, ten minutes. Yeah, so what? It's what cognitive dissonance at its finest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? That's what? how I would describe myself. What what do you do? I uh, design clothes. Nice man. Yeah. And who you been designing for? For yourself? For some um, well, big I, names? Well, so uh, I mean, right now I work for an unnamed company and uh, a, a large, a large organization. A, a large organization. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, you could you could say the name, or we don't have we could imply it heavily. But it's let's say do do they have a do they have a large following? I mean, they have a yeah yeah very yeah, large. There's five hundred <laughs> stores. Okay. So it's a big retailer. Um, they also got some heat, right, from artists. Yeah, they've had a lot of controversies in the like media. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they definitely for essentially, will watch this. For, yeah. For, <laughs> so. for essentially, I mean, would you call it stealing? Would you call it uh, intellectual property theft? Oh yeah, that. Um, well, technically, there's no. This is more of like, for those who don't know, there's no way to copyright. Um, 
a way to like clothe the human body or any form around the human body that can't be copyrighted hmm. even if it's a design the only things you can really copyright as far as like fashion um is like logos and likeness colors maybe trademarks but you can't there's no like certain design that you can be like yo you can't do this because i came up with it like that does not exist that's why a company like hinder scheme can exist and knock off jordans yeah and be fine right because there's no there's no repercussion so recently it's actually, too small of a like it, it's funny you say that because no recently i actually that. tried to um i went to graphictees.com and i wanted <laughs> <laughs> Sean is thirsty. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it's, I recently, you know, got graphics. I wanted to get like a graphic print on my shirt, and I saw a really cool like glitch effect. Like it was like three different colors, and it was the Supreme logo. So I was like, all right, let me get that because it looks cool. You know, yeah. it's not the Supreme logo. It's just Supreme oh, yeah, like yeah, glitch, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, glitching yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. I found it like a PNG online. I was like, yeah, let me get that. I'll get that printed. Yeah. And they said, no, we can't print this because it's a Supreme logo. You can write anything. You can even use their font, but you can't use, write Supreme in their font wow. glitched out. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's likeness. Yeah. But that's not, that's not like the construction of the garment. You know? Right. That's a graphic. Exactly. So if you were to, if you were to like, if they do a hoodie and you make the exact same hoodie, but without the logo, then that's fine. Right. Okay. But it's like, yeah, yeah. it's not. So, so just so I, just so I understand, because I, I'm trying to understand likeness. I can't use Jay-Z blue as like a color for anything, but I can, Correct. I can, I can use a style that yeah implies some, some yeah, similarity exactly. to you Jay-Z. You could literally make like a Rockaware hoodie, you could literally duplicate that hoodie without the logo and there's nothing you could do. Really? Yeah. There's no way you can ever sue over. Cause it's too small of a like, there's no way any person could copyright a way to cover the human body. Yeah. Like it's just, there's way too many things. Cause I'm, I'm thinking, I forget which company did this recently, but they got like, I saw it on Twitter and they got a little if there's a te- If there's a tech, if there's a technology, that can be patented as far as like some type a way to make a shoe or some type of like function in a shoe okay or something like that you can you can patent but as far as just like a design you can't really or if that makes sense hmm. see interesting i'm i'm thinking right now cuz recently uh see i know i know we can't like legally ram ram up, there are no legal ramifications for something like clothing and stuff like that but i remember yeah. recently i saw on twitter a I forget which company it was, but they got into a lot of heat because they did like a head wrap or something like yeah. that, and they got they got heat of it because of cultural appropriation and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. wonder, I'm wondering, which you will get dragged in the media, honestly. I mean, if you is that is that warranted? Like they want to do a head shawl or a head wrap, and they can't because they, they have to watch out for what? You know. What's the context? Like, who was the company? I think it was Calvin. I think it was Calvin Klein. Uh, I, I believe, but they were doing like a like a fashion show, and one of the one of the models was uh, clothed in a in a head garb. Yeah. And I I don't know if this person was of religious. This is weird, man. It's yeah. like a weird like. It's if it comes from the wrong place, like you might as well not even do it. Yeah, you know I, what mean, I mean, That's we were talking we were talking about that with Nashawn, like where. I mean, it might even be done well, and people might just be like, fuck that, let's cancel it. Like, you the, know, yeah, like, the, the cancel culture. Yeah, exactly. like, yo, ca- yo that's cancel culture is that's a, wild. That's a real thing, man. No, and it's, it's like, it, it's ridiculous. See, so, 
Because you know what? A, a perfect example of this is the uh, the Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, not Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, that's uh, Kylie, Jenner, Kylie Jenner. Pepsi. Pepsi thing where they yeah, were taking yeah, the Black Lives Matter movement yeah, for, yeah, the, yeah. for the Pepsi was, thing. That shit was That was so, actually a terrible idea. It's so bad. It was like cringy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this shit? Like, what, what the was whites, the, yo. Like, yeah. I'm wondering, who, whoever designed that, that, that idea, whoever thought, let's go ahead with that You know movement. what it is? You know what it is is when they have, like, these companies just so out of touch with what they can be aware of. Movement? It's like a it's like a disease, not in a bad way, but it's like a disease where you have the cause of the disease and you have the symptom. Mm. And like a lot of times, companies will be aware of the symptoms, but they don't understand the root of why people feel the way they do. So they try to make these things. They're like, yeah, yeah, they'll like this. But it's like if you really understood what it was about, you would see that this is like not it. You know what I mean? So so now now that comes for me from as a person who's designed for large organizations. Yeah. Uh, these companies are, for the most part, very all powerful in, yeah. in the fashion world. Like, yeah. like think about companies like Zara or companies yeah, exactly. like H and M. These these fast fashion mega houses yeah. that are that are controlling, and yet they lack the ability to to uh, con communicate. I mean, they're at the end of the yeah, day, there yeah. are people working for these companies, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's twofold. One, these company the companies that are very. Like, if you think about companies that are moving the culture forward, um, besides Nike, a lot of them are, like, smaller, mm -hmm. and they're more agile and swifter, and they have a faster turnaround rate with, like, what's, you know, being in, in connection with, like, the culture and aware of things. As far as these old companies that's been around for, like, 50 years and stuff like that, um, they're very bulky and very... Um, the infrastructure is almost antiquated, you know, as far as like the 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 way the tier is set up, and mm. I think it just is a it's just a slow moving ship, you know, like it's hard yeah. to really. I mean, if they make a bad design or do something not in their they favor, also have, they also have they have so much they have inventory such a stock. huge margin of of kind of like taking the. It doesn't really matter, you right? You know what I mean? But I mean, let's say they produce a shirt that just like a shirt, for instance, a graphic yeah. that. For some reason, it didn't make any sense. But they, they move forward with the project, the yeah. initiative, and they produce these shirts because they have to have some before they yeah, start, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. selling. Samples, yeah. They have so much more inventory, like, to deal oh, with, for to sure. get rid of, like, yeah, where they're going to send sure. it, you know? Um, sometimes they just take the L, yeah. the liability, or they, like, I don't know. Some just, third third hand store or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. So See, in that same vein that, that Chris was talking about, like the uh, the individual constituents of these large organizations, like how, how they design and what they do. Yeah. How do you do what you do for these companies? And, and it's a yourself? little different, honestly. This is where I mean, it's a little weird because like this is how I pay my bills. But yeah, um, it's I've realized since I've been working the last like year, a little over a year and a half, is that what. Is fulfilling to me is not really design it's not about the clothes but it's more of like the art and um communicating with people like getting a response um out of people and like a message and stuff like that as mm -hmm. far as like just clothes like i feel like we have enough you yeah. know what i mean or like there's better ways to really do it it's just this is what my trade is now yeah. you know so it's more of like finding a way to use that to like the best advantage of both myself and like society as a whole. But, um, wait, what was the question? So how do you do what you do basically? Oh, basically, like the day, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. say the day in, day out. Cause you said you, you're a designer, but yeah, yeah, day in, day you, out. how do you break it down? Like, do you sit down? Do you, do you brainstorm? Is there a creative process yeah, that goes into that? What is that process like? Um, 
It's kind of always ongoing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like any like running a company, like what you actually want to do is like 20% of what you actually do. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of like meetings and like strategy and numbers and stuff like that. And then, yeah, probably if 20% is actually like sitting down, designing, like it's weird because there's two, there's two. So for work, what I do, um, like my day job is find like looking at trends, um, working with other people in my office on like seeing where like the direction of things are going and then designing things that will comp the like sales of last year of this time last year yeah you know what i mean of like designing things that will kind of like fill holes and keep the business going yeah um personally it's more of a feeling thing it's not really so like hard it's not really based around like hard numbers numbers yeah so now now that you bring that up because you 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 said like a lot of the a lot of the thing is like analyzing past trends making yeah. sure to these make sure that these numbers are being recouped in the yeah, next exactly, year and the exactly. following year how much of the design part or the design element that you and your team does how much of that is fueled by the numbers game the uh a lot i mean probably like 60 to 70 percent it's not it changes when you go when you work for like a lower like a more mass um like company mm-hmm. it's more about numbers because it's a business first if you work at a studio or more higher end company. Um, It's about art and they have a higher margin for, they have higher retail prices. So they have the ability to like take more risk and do more like experimental things. Which makes sense. I'm I'm thinking right now, uh, for example, or not not in terms of like the design of the clothes, but like the design of of the the, the movement. I'm thinking uh, Colin Kaepernick with Nike. Yeah. For example, like exactly like that. That's why I think Nike is so why they will always be kind of like on top or why like Adidas will never be a Nike is because Nike will take those risks. And Nike has it's not only about having Nike has people in those places, in those positions higher up Mm -hmm. that are aware of what's going on and that care about it. But they're not only there, but they allow them to do what they can do and what they need to do you know what i mean it's not only about having people in the positions but it's about giving them the freedom and the tools to you know really take the company where it needs to go in order to be relevant i guess and it's gonna it's gonna have to like nowadays um if you're gonna be relevant you're eventually gonna have to stand for something like you i don't i don't think the the i think the days of kind of like just giving people what they want or like appeasement are kind of gone you know, what do you mean far, by that? Like as far as um, like trying to satisfy everyone, I think every brand now has to have a clear direction and a clear message and a clear, you know, like right. target. So, but now that I'm thinking about that, do you think that potentially some point in the future that movement appropriation might become? a problem a like like think about concept. like eight but now for sure yeah like yeah. when you think like h&m kings of fast yeah, fashion exactly, exactly. zara the kings of fast fashion yeah like will at some point they'll just stand for everything 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's getting to that point where they're just like, yeah, like it's about numbers, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, this works. So like, why not? Like they care about it. So let's just do this. But um, I don't think that's gonna, I think people are gonna see through that. Yeah, I you mean know? the mod, the modus People operandi. Are not yeah, no, the, I, ex, I, I was all. gonna say that like the modus operandi for these large, you know, design houses and these large, even the high end or low end, yeah. depending what you're going for, magnitude or volume, right? They're they're always gonna be different from yeah. you know uh, individual designers such exactly. as yourself. So you, you you said this is my trade that pays the bills, but at the yeah. same time you're an artist. Yeah, right? there's a clear. So for me in my head, there's a it's clear separation. Yeah, um, just because I've I've since I've been working. Um, like doing design as trade, I've realized what what is the root of why I wanted, why I followed this, and it's not really about design, which goes back to what I said about problem solving. Like I don't really think I'm that. I don't think I'm that great of a designer. You mm. know what I mean? I think I use clothes and design as a medium for art, but as far as like literally designing for like um, utility and you know, like real everyday life. I don't think that's I was my gonna, forte. Literally the next question I was going to ask you is why you do what you do. Like yeah. what, what drives you? Like what's and that I am, And I am working now on pivoting my work and like positioning myself more as an artist instead of a designer just because of what like I've learned um, the last two years and like how, like what what's important to me is like um, is is connection like with people and like meaning and like making an impact on people you know what i mean and like helping them like changing the world helping solve problems or um helping people like express themselves you know what i mean like there's so many issues in the world and like i don't think more stuff is like the solution when so you, when you approach I mean. it from this angle though do you feel that it's like a, it's a very vague like type of uh, statement to make. Like I want to help improve the world, not to be. Yeah, for be, sure, yeah, for you know sure. What I mean? Yeah, but the reason why I feel that is because I don't know. I don't have like a clear, um, like if I have an idea, it's not only in one facet. You know, that's why I feel like it's vague. Is because I feel because I don't really think in one like direction or one dimension if there's something i want to do it could be like clothes it could be a painting it could be a sculpture it could be furniture which is all things i've done you know so i don't think like i think that's why it's hard for me to kind of like put clear perimeters on what it is that i do right because i don't design is the vehicle currently yes that that you've that you've been like you know uh i guess working in yeah right now like not um since you're a lot more in tune with design culture and problem solving culture than both me and Z will ever be. Um, are there any things that are like interesting or intriguing to you right now that are addressing the problems that you think are, are real legitimate problems in society today that you think designing for actually working? Yeah. Patagonia does a phenomenal job. Really? I think with that. Yeah. Um, how so? I know last... Yo, there's, as a side tangent, there's a hilarious Instagram page called Midtown Uniform. And all oh, these yeah. guys, they, they just uh, wear Patagonia yeah, vests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. But bros. no, no, I actually know what you're talking about. Like the, the wildlife, like yeah, preservation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, they, what, they what is this? What is top. this? So la- I think it started last um, Black Friday. They basically told people like not to buy. They didn't, they closed their web store and they were like, we're not going to sell anything. And like, if you have 
stuff that's messed up, like bring it back and we'll repair it or whatever. But they don't want people to buy new things. And then after the Trump, what did Trump do with the like parks? I'm so removed from politics. It's crazy. Like I thought, I thought Bloomberg was no. still our mayor or something. Like, <laughs> so bad. Like I, I'm um, sorry. I think I think he uh, he was shutting. Uh, yeah, because he was of the, like the taking shutdown. money out of the yeah. Out yeah, he's trying to defund parks, parks or something yeah. like that. But they donated a bunch of their money to um to like Yosemite and other wildlife um, parks and like wildlife reserves. Um, they just know. They're, like what I was saying about taking a clear stance about something, like yeah. they're definitely doing that. And I feel like they are finding a fine line between like designing for consumption and then like being sustainable, you mm. know, as far as just like their practices. Also, Noah, what's is Noah? another really good brand. It's a Lower East Side kind of like skate brand. It's like kind of preppy, but. Um, what are they doing that's so uh, progressive? Just as far as they really take into consideration one everything they design has a message mm-hmm. um which i think is really cool and important and then they have um the way that they source the materials they make sure that everything's made in new york and then they make sure that like who makes it um they're paid fairly and everything but not they're just very transparent oh okay yeah also everlane is also really a transparent one um reformation is cool. I found out the other day that you can actually set up, um, you can set up appointments to view their factories in California. Really? Yeah. You can set every Friday at 10:30 a.m. You can go and like get a tour of the factory, meet the people that make the clothes for Reformation, which I think is sick. Have you ever uh, Have you ever made the tour yourself? No. Would you? No, I just found out like two weeks ago. Oh, word, word. But. You, I think you, it's cool. Also, I'm not really interested in who makes Reformation's clothes. I just think that's a cool, I think that's a cool, like, you know what I mean? Imagine, imagine yeah. if we could take tours of, like, Apple. Like, Apple's, oh, like, yeah. I, th- I think you can. No, Apple I'm not, not talking Apple the design. Source, right? I'm talking Apple open the... Open design? I'm sorry, wait, this is like... <laughs> sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no, I'm yeah. talking, I'm talking more like, uh, like, not Apple the design company that, that's in, that's right. in uh, Silicon Valley. I'm talking Apple, aka Foxconn. Right, right. Yeah. What? Okay. What is Foxconn? Oh man. Okay. Uh, that's a. That's a. So <laughs> yeah, let this, me. Let me. Not, this, wait, hold on. Before we we've completely derail, um, where are you based, man? Are you? Because I'm you, in Philadelphia. Okay. Nice. I travel a lot between Philadelphia and New York, but I. Are, my are home, you? Rem- you say you're remote? Like this locate? Are you location independent? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'd rather travel, and I don't think. Yeah, I'm on the internet. Right, I live on the internet. Yo, Chris knows about that. I might Chris be is the Chris. <laughs> Chris the <laughs> He's expanded from the Microsoft paperclip into the internet <laughs> over a twenty-year span, bro. Oh yeah, uh, man, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm just thinking like like how far we've all how bro, far we've all come. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, for everybody who might not know. Uh, both me, Z, and. Uh, and Sean here. Z the legend. We worked together. Mad nice. Yeah, mad nice. <laughs> mad we, nice. We all worked together. We worked at a digital boutique uh, marketing agency slash design agency. We did a whole bunch of... We re- did. Boutique digital agency. Um, yeah. Worked with some big names. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was um, a lot of fun. We all learned a lot. It was the hottest, hardest, hottest and hardest I've ever worked <laughs> um, in my life. Yeah. For sure. It taught me... It taught me... I've always had work ethic, but it taught me how, like, how yeah. far I could push myself. 
Yeah. Yes. It, was, it, it was also was unhealthy. I could never take Vivans again. No. <laughs> I feel like a crackhead. Bro. <laughs> I was like, bro, this is oh. not okay. Oh, man. That, no, yeah, Vivans is a trip, bro. You know what? Recently, I, I was like, I'm going to stop drinking coffee to be... Because after a full night's sleep, there's no reason why I should need like, a stimulant, <laughs> right? Yo, it I've doesn't never make thought about sense. that. People sleep eight sense. hours and then wake up and they're like, all right, I need a cup of coffee. Like, and they're just it. like, <laughs> like why well, you just slept, bro? You, you're fully charged, technically. You just, yeah, that's bro, like, that's such a good point. That's I've like never you, thought about that. It's yeah. so fundamental, too. Like, yeah. everyone just drinks coffee and they wake up. That, that's like if you took your phone off the charge and you're like, yo, I need to charge <laughs> this shit again. I need to inject this bro, shit with more energy. Funny. I've never thought about that. That's a fact, Oh, man. So, um, you know... When did you start, man? I know you started, you, you were young when you started design, but were, did you, did I know, did you do this before I knew you? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was in school for it, so I did it. Um, I did it when I was in school. Wait, hold on, John. Did it get downstairs. thrust upon you? Oh, yes? Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. Yo, we're going to take a, we're going to take a no, quick break. Pee. What? Is that cool? What? If I pee. Yeah, go ahead, man. Okay, you, nah, not allowed. Nah. Yo, <laughs> Yo to we're gonna take uh, we're gonna take a quick break right now. Yeah. Please join us in the second segment of of the block right now. We'll we'll be yeah, right back. We'll be back, guys. And we are live again. All right. Um. So, Sean, we were talking about. You know how you can do we, what you do. Can we talk about the bathroom first? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about the. Let's go with the bathroom. One, <laughs> the wallpaper is wild. Bro. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I knew, I knew you were gonna say like, that shit, bruh, man. Because at first time, like yeah. I was pooping, but the second time I went to the bathroom, I was facing the wall. Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, what is this? Like, it's yeah. bar for it's barbed wire and like weird Asian florals and like security, security ca- cameras. cameras. Yeah, yeah, like surveillance with birds. So. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Also, Yo, the music a, is weird. It's a good dichotomy. It's like a techno, yeah. some weird. It's, it's, it's the epitome of Bedford, Brooklyn area. Yeah. Uh, for everybody who doesn't know, right now we're filming live out of the WeWork in, Bro- in uh, Bedford you over here. You already know. In Williamsburg, yeah. Yeah. Brooklyn, so, uh, live. We're trying to do that action. But uh, returning back to the uh, segment yeah, that, that we were, uh, nah, we were nah, just nah. covering right now. We were just covering about the origins of you starting with your design and just like yeah. what brought you to the... Uh, to, to, enjoy design the way that you do and you know when you started isn't really as important as like uh how you started so was it thrust upon you like sort of like a spider-man thing or as as anyone else as any male story starts with a girl Uh uh-huh so um (laughs) facts i was in virginia at the time and i like this girl Mm -hmm. and then she when me and my dad moved to new york she like I graduated high school, and he was like, "Yo, you gotta like, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta do nah, something." What? So I was like, "All right." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like you got, yeah. He was basically just like, "Yo, you need to find, like, you have to do, like, you have to do something." I didn't really at the time. I wasn't intent on going to school. Like I didn't yeah. think I was like, "Yo, I don't need college. I'm about to like get this money." And so, <laughs> <laughs> which is not how it happened. Yeah. So, um, he was like, "Okay, that's cool, but like, apply to a school so I can be happy." So. I applied. So she went to Parsons mm. and she, um, which is how we met you in the, in the yeah, first place. She, yeah, yeah. So she, she went to Parsons. She was a year older than I was. So while I was still in the high school, she was there and I thought she'd be impressed if I got in. So that was the only school I applied to. I was like, yo, if I get in, like, she's going to think I'm popping. I'm not going to go. 
Yeah. I'm like finagle and it's gonna You be said fire. I'm not gonna go. <laughs> I didn't like, plan on going. That, that's a, that's <laughs> hilarious. Like that, that's expensive. what that's when I give out girls my number and I'm like I ain't even call this girl. Like <laughs> trying to yeah. call her. <laughs> that's I, funny. So I got in. Thank God I got a like scholarship. It was yeah. almost a full ride. And so I was like, yo, this my dad was like, yo, you need to go. Yeah, absolutely. Parsons is a great school. Parsons is a great school. Super glad I went. It changed my life for sure. Yeah. Um, Parsons is the uh, one of the premier art schools. Yeah. Here Par- in New York so City, Parsons right? is the best design school in America right now. Really? Right. Yeah. It's a number five or like number four in the world, maybe. But in America, it's the best. That's the. What's better? That's John? the Parsons plug. It is. Statistically, mm-hmm. it is the best design school. The best art and design school. Okay. Art Academy is trash. What, what, what do you think makes it, makes it so... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What do, you, what do you think makes it, uh, like... I mean, there have been many designers that come out of Parsons that have impacted yeah. the world in such a way. What makes you think that uh, Parsons has been such a... Gets, gets such I a think, good review of What I think um, the main thing about Parsons is who you go to school with. A lot of the people I really respect now or I work with are like my close friends I met there. And once you get into the real, real world, you realize everyone doesn't, doesn't understand the way you think or can't relate or, you know, kind of view, view things the same way you do. And having, the, having a foundation of people that, that um, can see things the same way you do, you do or at least understand your point of view or where it's coming from and like what you want to do is super important and like everyone one of my professors told me that you don't really need to worry about your teachers, but worry about your classmates because those are the people that are going to be hiring you when you get out of school and the people you're going to work with. Like, that's who you're real. That's who the industry is, you know? The industry it's, is your peers. Yeah, it's people that you go to school with. Um, and then also the opportunities that it has just because of its name and, like, exposure as far as um, different, like, I find like this very interesting. and marketing and... Because I, I, I bring up uh, the, the interesting part about what you're saying is because recently we did a podcast with a, uh, with a photographer who's very big here in New York City. He does a lot of like wedding photography and Jacob stuff like Redzignac. that. Yeah. Uh, shout plug. out to Jacob. Um, so he, <laughs> so he, actually, he actually was uh, uh, of a different mindset when it comes to doing art or yeah. going to higher education for art. He was of the idea that uh, in the similar stand where you say uh, it's about your peers, it's about your colleagues, a lot of what you do in the real world comes from the connections you make, yeah. from the people that you meet. Um, what, what is your opinion of higher education in art? Do you feel that it's necessary to become a good no. designer or a good artist? No. no, no. I, th- I think what Sean was getting at was the, the education itself isn't as important as the people that yeah, you meet. Yeah, it's more about you getting access to that environment. Yeah, mm. and that's it's, what Jacob was saying. Yeah, so it's not really thing. about necessarily the education because now if you want to know something, you can go find out. Like Absolutely. You don't, there's Absolutely. nothing's hitting from you. I remember we were working together and you're like, but how do you do that? I was like, bro, I literally just Google everything and I study it <laughs> yo, for like a week facts, and I, I learn this. I learn this. Yo. Yeah, you YouTube... University, like, erase <laughs> YouTube, YouTube University. Oh, literally, literally, bro. We live in we live in a world where Google is our parent. Yeah, it's it's I mean, so interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, that sounds crazy. That's <laughs> shout out my dark mom. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yo, bro. she's really the MVP. blessed be to the church of the internet. The Google. Uh, yes, yeah, I heard Google <laughs> is God so many times now. Um, so what's That's your vision what for the future? Like, uh, you you have all these uh, you know designers coming out of these top tier schools. You have yeah. all these you know uh, sustainability awareness and design. I feel um, like I feel like I don't know. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna definitely be weird. Um, I think the just like any industry that gets Napsterized, mm-hmm. uh, everyone's kind of a designer now. And what what is gonna separate because because YouTube and because everything's so accessible, like what's gonna separate artists is perspective and what and why they do what they do. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's really gonna do. Well, I'm not gonna say that, but um, yeah, I think it's more about like why you do what you do and like what drives you because every because it's not hard to have taste, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. hard to really like curate things that's in front of you every day. I, so, I, 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 I'm no, that's 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 completely. I, mean, I, I guess I'm it has to make mind. you feel some type of way, right? Yeah. Every time it's about breaking through. The hardest thing now, the challenge now of a true artist is how to connect. Is how to connect and break through someone and break through the simulation so they feel something. Mm. And so, you know, you really make a like connection with them. Do you, do you, you don't ever you, really just want to be content for the sake of content. Okay. In my, in my opinion. See, cause I think about this, uh, the classic view of the designer of the artist, one yeah. great like name that always comes to my mind is Andy Warhol mm-hmm. in terms of being a trendsetter back during the sixties and seventies, sure. he really did push the norm when it came to uh, art, when it came to design, doing things completely different. If we even think about it, the Campbell's uh, chicken noodle soup uh, yeah. design is something yeah. that's so quintessential, but so progressive for something that was at its time. And now, and we live in a more interconnected society right now. Yeah. How do you think design is going to shape something that's so decentralized and so accessible for everybody? Like you said, the Napster era, how, how will design shape this new era? Um, I don't know. That's kind of a hard. That is tough. That's that, kind that of a, a hard question. question. Like, I, I'd rather ask you if if there was any you know problems that you faced in the industry, like recently. Personally, yeah. Oh, where, where <laughs> no, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. No, no, no. But but big. <laughs> I guess you could go macro, or you could go you know like uh, micro day micro. to day. I can day give you day. Monday through Friday. No, I'm kidding. So so basically, yeah. um. I feel like what I was saying about like not only hiring um, like POC and like and like people like progressive kids, not only hiring them, but but allowing them to like speak and have the freedom to like do what they want um, is super important. So it's like here, you're at the table now, shut up, be quiet. Like essentially, yeah, 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 it's, it's more of like a token thing where it's like we have you here, but like you're here that's it yeah you know what i mean like that's definitely a thing there's a there's another um should i say it yeah dude yo this bro yeah yeah. okay so basically we have the explicit label on well i don't know if i should say it though because like yeah yeah oh i was about to say names oh you're about to drop names i mean if you could i mean you're about to roast motherfuckers i'm about to put somebody on the summer jam screen yo (laughs) i'm about to put no, I'm kidding. I mean, as long as it doesn't jeopardize, you know, your, your paycheck. Then that's why I'm, that's <laughs> why I'm trying to like, you know what I mean? Like finagle. Hey, man. But basically certain opportunities are like facades. You know what I mean? Okay. But certain opportunities are like, 
Well, maybe you could you could elaborate on that just so you know uh, potential you know up and coming designers like yourself they could sidestep those situations when they arise like they can right. avoid those like traps. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, so there's opportunities or there's traps disguised as opportunities in in this industry. Not not traps, but um, dead ends. To- yeah, dead ends. Like token a token, like figure is definitely a real thing in the age of inclusiveness. Like make sure that whatever company um, you work for or like you might work for, like they really like it's they you know they believe in in what they're selling you or like. They actually will hire you, right? If they interview you, okay. <laughs> Not just say they will, because they needed to is interview this black is, guys. Does this, does this apply to big, big, uh, big organizations? Names? Like a medium-sized, name. medium-sized. Okay, it's pretty, big. it's pretty big. At least in the, at least in the streetwear. I mean, it's yeah. Good. We we have my bad. I think we have John. Oh, um, this is John Lee. John Lee. Rice we Patty were, Daddy. Rice Patty Daddy. Follow. Let me bro, just come up. over here, bro. Come over here. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. There we go. Yeah, yeah. There we go. You can get on the mic, man. <laughs> throw him on. Throw him on screen right now. Yeah. Put him. Put him right behind Sean, right over here. Yeah. Get a little. What's up? What's up? Bet. That one over there. But uh. That's fine. Yeah. That one uh, needs to be everything. tilted, but I'll fix that. I'll fix that all later. Right, yeah, we, we're doing some technical maneuvering here. Hey, it's 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 all the action that happens. You slide over a little. Yeah. yeah. So, so there are local. so there are problems, I guess, in the industry that you know yeah. are hidden. Yeah, um, I think it's I think it's kind of like, um, yeah, it's just weird. It's like a weird time to maneuver. I think companies are realizing they don't hold all the power mm. anymore, and they're trying to figure out how to like marginalize younger people and kind of like exploit you know just make it profitable to, of them to be around without having them like take over right and that, um, is that just to set that image that perception so that people the people who they hire the people who look up to them like oh look they, they hired that guy like exactly I it's it like too. oh they're gonna yeah exactly yeah um i think a good uh, what a good example of like how to do it is how nike has kind of done these collabs and put platform you know like taking these like um, ambush and fear of God and like fear of God. I mean, off white's yeah. pretty big, but um, yeah, you know, cactus plant flea market. Like how they're doing all these collabs and giving these people these opportunities, but they're like, giving them, you know what I mean? Like Travis Real. Scott had the swoosh reversed, which for a long time they would never alter. Yeah, the, they su- would, they the would swoosh was sacred, swoosh, you know. So it's like things like that where it's like, yeah, like if you really want kids to do, if you really want them to do this, like let them do it. You know, yeah. like don't try to try to like yeah and i I'm, I'm wondering about that now because uh like like you said you, earlier in the in the episode we need to see these companies start standing for something we need to start seeing these companies really making a movement what's more powerful than empowering designers yeah um i think i mean yeah i think it's i think it's important yeah for sure I mean, I was going to ask you how you overcame issues, you know, problems that you faced in the industry. I mean, I'm still, I'm still, I'm not, I'm just a human, you right. know, I'm just a person. I'm still working on things. I'm not True. perfect. And like, I'm learning every day. I'm still super young and like trying to navigate this whole world. Like no one, no one like in my family or like, like, you know, this is all super new. So like, I'm still trying to figure out how to. Where would, man. where would you like to go with this? I mean, like, where, where do you see... I want to go to Denver. 
Nice. Denver is Eventually, beautiful, as a long term, not right now, but in the long term, I feel like that's a good place. Also, Cape Town, which I know you've heard. Yo, so Cape Town, just the wave. Yeah. But, um, yeah, honestly, the end goal is just to have, I don't really have an end goal of where I see, like, like me finishing my work essentially yeah i think i don't even think i'm at like three percent you know of like what's possible yeah like i think there's still so much to be done so much to grow so like so much growth to be had and like to learn and to change you know and to like get better there's a lot i don't know there's a lot that like i don't understand or haven't experienced yet you know that that will provide like perspective and how to move and stuff like that. So would you tell like young designers that, that were in the same position that you were maybe four years ago? Yeah. Like, would you tell them Work. to never stop? Never st stop. Never stop. I think the, I think the way, uh, someone told me this, that the way that you get great is by volume. And like, that's a hundred percent true. I think, um, you don't have to put everything out, but as if you never stop working, you're going to be successful period. Or you're right. gonna die, but you're never gonna see yourself like not be successful. You, you the, at the very worst, you're gonna get better at what you're doing. At the very worst, exactly. There's yeah. nothing that you will lose from just putting in sheer hours. Um, that's just like that's just like nature. Mm -hmm. But if you look at, if you look, I mean, I want to be the type of like artist or person that can put out where each thing is great. You know, was right. very curated and like how Kanye West have never had a bad album. Right. But if yeah. you think about someone like Gucci Mane, who's done 70 mixtapes <laughs> and 30 albums, you know what I mean? Yeah. O3 Greedo's made over 30 albums. DMX has everything under the sun. Yeah. DMX like, only has like six albums. No, Bro, yo, apparently, according I, to Chris, have, he has 23. How many I gigs? 23. I have 23 That's, gigs on this computer right here of DMX. DMX? And I have like 40. <laughs> that sounds stressful. I have like it 45 is. gigs. I want to listen to DMX. <laughs> Yo, I yeah. start shaking and like, bro. I have 45 gigs worth like of lossless audio of Snoop Dogg. Like Snoop Dogg. Like, I mean, that's fire. That's fire. Yeah. I have I have the entire discography. But you know, no one, even with that that volume, no one would say. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of stuff Gucci Mane put out, like you said. That, that's trash. That, that, that's trash. There's a lot of it. That's Maybe half. That's straight up basura. But no one would argue with you that Gucci Mane is not fine. Exactly. Yeah, that's no why. That. Because the more you put out, you're yeah. gonna get better. You're gonna know how to interact with your audience more. What hits, what doesn't hit, what works for you, what doesn't work, and then exposure. Just like always being in someone's face. That's what content is. That's what the story is for, you know? Like, right. if you're not posting, it doesn't matter what you're really posting, but the more you post, the higher you get in the algorithm. You know what I mean? Right. And then when you drop something, everyone's aware of what it is versus if you put out a fire project but nobody knows. You know what I mean? Like, that's... That kind of makes me sad, though. Like, like whatever happens to, to like, appreciating art for quality? Well, I mean, I mean then, you get a, then you get Kanye type people art. where it's like that, they're they're yeah. perfectionists. Yeah, they, I mean, uh, that's definite. What do you say? There's too much art though that you have to sift it through. So even if it's really yeah. good, mm. you might never find it just because it's lost in all the shit. You know? True. I I also feel like um, like you like you still do need to edit. You know what I mean? For sure. I'm not saying just like put everything out. I think there's two ways of being successful. Like one is either you really work at it and like, you know, edit and curate and, you know, go about it like a real proper way. Yeah. But that does not always work for everyone. You know, if you really have 
talent and you have a gift that you think will like, you know, be really impactful and like you have a vision, then like, you know, but if you're just trying to get money, you know, yeah. just put a bunch of work out. Yeah, like, I think that's I, all quality control is. That's I think about uh, like about. like the idea of emulation, like how people always there are people who always just emulate, emulate, emulate. Take oh, this yeah. person's idea, Dude, just do that. Um, do, Dude, I hate that. It's 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 so disappointing. Yeah, that's just well, it's kind of weird because that's what I do for my day job. But <laughs> I think um, <laughs> I think like what what's exciting to me personally is innovation, which is why I'm so like dumbfounded by Steve Jobs. Is because he literally created. It's so hard to change people's um, behavior. Most companies have to adapt to it, but he literally changed the way that we like live our lives and created a whole. You know, without Steve Jobs, we would not know touch we interface. Be here. Yeah, I mean, we'd be here. We wouldn't be, be here though. Yeah, we'd be here. We'd be that's, alive. That's so. But, that's that's um, so crazy. No innovation. I I don't know why, but I feel like the way I've always had in my mind to you know to be noticeable you either have to be the first one to do something or you have to do it the best or you have to do it the most different you know and i never thought i don't think i'm going to be really the best at anything i know there's people that are better designers i know there's better you know athletes and stuff like that yeah but being the most different like that's there's no one else that's me you know what i mean so that's something i always trying to do which kind of goes hand in hand with being first so i always try to figure out what is the most unique thing that you can do, like for for what I can do for myself, and like that's the angle that I try to go. That's a challenge it. for sure, and that's why I don't put. That's why I don't put out a lot of stuff because there's so, and also because of my work, I'm aware of so many brands and so many trends, and I can see the direction that things are going. Not only a year in advance, but like two years in advance. So I'm trying to pass. I'm trying to go before, beyond you know, the beyond that. Is you there know? is there a point where it's so far past that it's not actually anywhere. relevant it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah um yeah which i'm fine with because <laughs> i honestly it's more about like it's 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 gratifying to me to to know that something i did was like four years ahead you know what i mean right i'm okay with not if i'm never the person that's like you know that hit it right on the head at the right time and blew it out and all this stuff right like i'm fine being the person that's like you know yeah yeah that's pretty dope, man. And is there any guidance or, you know, advice you'd give to young enterprising uh, um, or artists? I don't know, just know any yourself. Any, any of our guests, learn. you know, basically trying to get into this industry, anything that you are that you would definitely tell them to abide by? Get money. Like, get money. It's important, right? Yo, <laughs> yo. It really is. Money is important, man. It's basically Look like... Look at Jay-Z. It, so we're, we're, we are the vehicles, right? You yeah. know, and you might be born into a, a Hyundai, you might be born into a Lamborghini, yeah. but without fuel, aka money, you're, you're not getting fact. very far either way. That's a fact. Like money, yeah, money is cool. Like get money, get money. But like yeah, yeah. in real life, like money is important. Money's fuel just it's, to build yeah. things. It's not, it's not just to have it. Just to have it is silly. Yeah, that's you're, you're a fool, you're a clown if you're yeah. just to have it, you know, exactly. but it, it's meant to build and, yeah. and it's meant to take you further. Money, yeah. Once you have money, like... You're really free in this country, at least. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. This this society is structured in that in sense. in money. Yeah. yeah. And I think like if freedom or like yeah, if you're freedom free is what in you're that sense. Yeah, you're free in that sense. One of the shackles is removed. Yeah, exactly. You still have like it just it's so much it's so much easier to do things when you have money. Yeah. And like change you know build things 
help people. I yeah, remember I was talking about that with uh with Manu and I was telling her it's it's not about the money, it's about the time. Exactly. Cuz you don't have to sacrifice your time for money anymore. Exactly. That's why that's why you need money. You literally use money to buy you, extra time. Exactly. So then you it's can synonymous. do you can do whatever you want to do. That, that's you spend why, time with your man. You exactly. can sit on the beach. You can that, like That's why uh rich people understand that they're willing to pay you for your time because the time is like, all you have. It's so it's so much time more valuable than actually than money. Yeah. You know, it, time isn't money. Time is like money. Time is the only my money squared to the thousand power. Yeah. You know, the infinite exactly. power. Because we don't. I don't know how much you. I have. I don't know how much you have. No one knows how much they have. So it's way more valuable. And what you do with that time can yield way more results than if you have money and what you can do with that money. You know what I mean? There's a cap. Eventually, you can only just make more money. Yeah, exactly. But with time, like, that, time. I mean, uh, numbers are infinite. You know. Yeah. For all Yo, you trans infinite numbers. I was getting hot when I was reading that. What is I was this like looking like? at. I was looking at just like number, like numbers, numerology and stuff. And like, there's number, there's integers. Then there's infinite numbers. Then there's trans infinite numbers, which are not. Wait, 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 wait. They're wait. not infinite numbers, but they're beyond infinite numbers. Wait, you know what I mean? I'm like, why infinite? do we have to like Are they, can a computer give names like a, to everything? Like a quant, quantum computer. Uh, yeah, there's like, look it up. Trans infinite. <laughs> there's like, there's like. Said look it up. Not look it up. But like, look if you read, like, I mean, he actually probably already knows. Yeah. So he's, <laughs> he's like, like searching. Uh, let me. <laughs> Calculating. Querying data. <laughs> uh, trans. But it's just like, it's kind of a wild. It's kind of a wild. Numbers. That's not it trans infinite. So would you say that's your advice to use your time wisely? To the yeah, yeah. Um, if I had to say, I don't know. I mean, I'm very like, I'm very much an idealist. I would just say like, love each other. You know Word. what I mean? <laughs> like, love each other. Spend your time wisely. But since we know that shit like, ain't gonna happen, now, man. don't. <laughs> don't like call your mom. You yeah. know. Like, don't, just what? be a good person. You what? Know? What? Don't call your mom? No, call I said moms. call your mom. Oh, I think you said don't. Yeah, I heard yeah, the word don't call your mom. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Clarify, oh, right. no, 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 no. Call, call your mom, call, call your mom, mom yo. What would you say? I think it was like a, sh a two, two, uh, two sentence fragments. Yeah, and you it was like, two fragments. Yeah. Also, I want everyone to know that I'm not great at verbalizing my thoughts. <laughs> I'm a much better, like, thinker and a much better writer than I am a speaker. I, I think this podcast is going real well, man. But that, that's why your your voice is in my head because it's like, what? yo, man, listen to it. Like, it, it, it actually has you know. profound thoughts. Like, it's, it's just, all just thoughts, bro. My life, yeah. like, no, nah, my favorite, my favorite, my favorite thing that you ever told me was, yo, why don't we just put bullet shell casings on everything? Which is kind of you, what? yo. We were we were at we were at uh we were at Ambrose and you were like, yo, I'm gonna design oh, a wall? jacket and a wallet with fucking bullet cases on it. You yeah. just told me this one day. You I said that? I don't know if you did. I probably said oh. some wild shit, too, that you remember. You said, yeah. <laughs> no, dude, honestly, you know the craziest thing you ever said to me was we were talking about food. Yeah. And it really stuck with me. We were talking about food and how to budget for the week. And yeah. you were like, nah, I just decide when I want to eat. And then I make that much money. And I was like, yo, that's a crazy way of thinking, yo. And that stuck with me ever since. I was like, I was like, yo, I need to get my bag up. Like, I need to focus, get my money up. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, your hey, environment you, you needs to be a result of you, bro. Yeah. Not the other way around. Oh, man. That's yo, you, saying, I, I, you know what's funny? I say that stuff to people, my sister, my family that's all the time. And they me. look at me and they're like yo what the hell is wrong with this nah, kid? bro that, i look at yeah. him and say what the hell is wrong with this dude that stuck with me yeah. i was like wow he's really a genius yo you know nah i mean, I mean we're all geniuses in our own way but one of the things man like i knew sean was an artist man when he was like 
I remember there was this box, <laughs> box of pizza. And I opened this box of pizza and I'm like, I'm so hungry. It's probably a smack thought. It probably, <laughs> like, no, we were smacked ideas. a lot in Ambrose for sure. I mean, my thoughts are just yeah. always like that. But um, he was like, you see, the, you know that little, so I don't know if you guys know this, the audience, but you know that little white, like a uh, little plastic it's table. Yeah. It's a little table. That's actually to prevent the top from like falling in and like fucking with the top. So the cheese doesn't come off on the top. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's for. But well, wow. you looked at it and you said, uh, look at the, you said, you said, look at this little table, man. Like, what if there was, what if, and I was like, what? What table? And you were like, yo, look at this little table, man. And you pointed at that little plastic chain. You're like, what if we were sitting down at this table eating pizza? And I was like, and I was like damn. I was like, and it was just yo, me and you in the room. Good. And I looked around. I was like, yo, where the fuck is Julian? And I was like, where is Julian, man? Yo, someone did, someone bro, get, get their man's. Dude, honestly, some of the... You know, when I was young, my mom had a book of things that I said. <laughs> and now at work, some girl made the same comment that she was like, I need to have a book of everything that you say. Yeah, man. And it's not just like, I don't know. It's just random thoughts. Isn't that the greatest compliment, though? It is. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is. Sure, People yeah, yeah, appreciate for sure, for sure. Your, your, what, the shit that coming out of your mind unfiltered. Like, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. All right, so uh, I think we should. I think we've covered the breadth of everything that we need to understand about design. Sean, thank you very much once again for having for sure. the time. Smart, to, we should do it again, yo. We will. Yeah, we will, we do, will do this again. Sean, you've been a great guest. I just need um, to get more like developed and 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 yeah, formulating that's happening every my day, thoughts. man. That, that's you know what, that's what we're doing. That's what everyone's doing. Um, sure. Today we had Sean Terrace on the podcast, guys. We also had uh, John, John Lee, John Lee uh, at yeah. Rice Patty. Yeah, I'm go the ahead. Rice. In the chicken and rice. rice. Yeah, so this new this new project, Chicken and Rice, is just about um Yeah, tell us something. I am black and John is Korean. Okay. So chicken and rice. Wait, that's, uh, that's wait, 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 wait. But chicken chicken isn't an exclusively black thing. Chicken is a black thing, bro. Chinese people have been <laughs> Well, rice isn't an exclusively Asian thing. Either. Exactly. I feel like that's an Indian thing. It just fits. It's just Don't like question a, it, Chris. It works. Just roll with it. Just roll with it. In American culture, this works perfectly. I, I yeah. like it. I fuck with it. And I like the logo. We're going to put the logo up behind you guys. That shit Fire. looks hot. So. Um, yeah, that's it. So follow Chicken and Rice New York. My at is Sean.Terris. And this is based in New York? It is based in New York. Um, it's a design house. It is. Yeah. It's, so it's a group of... It's, it's, it's all random like ideas and projects. We'll have objects coming. We'll have like shirts, clothes, pencils. I don't know, whatever. Like just small things, random ideas we have um, that don't really fit into either of our like personal catalogs of work. That's More. what it is. All it's right. like things that are independent on their own instead of a bigger narrative. So that's what all these ideas are. Um, you can buy them through the page as they're released. Once they're released, they won't be restocked. So it's Exclusive kind of just, where, yeah. where can we where we can we find this page? Where can we? It's Chicken and Rice, New York. Okay. All words, all lowercase. That actually doesn't matter. I'm gonna put that right here at the bottom of the screen. You know. Nice. But it's still a, it's still a, it's still a work in progress. So work. Well, you'll see it as it follow as it. Develops. Oh, it definitely, grow. definitely. We'll make chicken, sure that the people know exactly what they need to yeah. go follow. It'll right. be very cool though. All right, guys, Word. let's do this again. So this has been an amazing podcast with my co-host Chris Wong. Oh, we no, had our no. guest. It's me, Chris Wong. We have, we have some playing in the background. <laughs> All right. Mario. Yeah, Mario, that's fine. Mario's fire. So we have Sean Terris here, John no. Lee, our guest. Say, say what up to the camera. Say what up. Say what up to the massive cam. Hi, guys. This has been Block Party. 
signing out. Peace. Bye. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go, before we go, I got, I got it on icon. Chris. A trans-infinite number, denotation of the size of an infinite collection of objects. Comparison of certain infinite collections suggests that they have different sizes, even though they are all infinite. For example, the sets of integers, rational numbers, and real numbers are all infinite, but each is a subset of the next. Okay, goddamn. The hell does that mean? Yeah, we, no, out. We, we out. We out. All right, bye. Bye.